Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And uh, on a positive note, the Sun Devils beat the Ryder Broncos 92-55 in basketball. Uh, they did. did. 2-1. Winning record now. Yeah. And Romello White returned to the starting lineup. So that's that's the positive of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh... It was an improvement, you know. Both both games, Thursday, Sunday, uh, we we did what we were supposed to do, and um, you know, got easy wins over teams we should have had easy wins against. So uh, now we, you know, have what six days off, and and then head back to the Northeast for three games: two in Uncasville, and then a game against the Princeton Tigers a couple days after that. Yeah, the uh, the big news, I guess, is Jalen House dropped twenty points. Um, as did Remy Martin, but we're still 60% from the free throw line in this game. And yeah. that's, we're yeah. going to lose a lot of games on free throws. We're, we just are. I mean, if it doesn't get better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think I, that's fair to say, you I'm know, just uh, mentally prepared that we're going to lose a lot of games on free yeah, throws. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just doesn't seem to be something that these teams do well. Um, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a, uh, if it's something that's not emphasized, but I mean, since Hurley's been here, really haven't been a great free throw shooting team. Um, you know, I mean, to, to varying degrees, it's not been as bad, but it's never really been a strength. No, you know, uh, House was three for three. Yeah, and Rob Edwards didn't take one, and those are the two things I'm hanging my hat on. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, we're all- Rob Edwards has gotten off to a good start. Uh, I didn't see what his numbers were today, but certainly had a, had a good game on Thursday night, I saw. Yeah, he struggled. It looks like we uh, we emptied the bench early because yeah, uh, Kyle yeah. Fate had five points. Um, you know, Olmstead played, Fate played, Christopher played, yeah. Burno played, yeah. as did everybody else on the roster. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uh, obviously a game that was out of hand by early in the second half, and and, uh, well, uh, that, that brings us to a football topic for this week that we should discuss, I suppose. Um, not necessarily about ASU, but a college football topic. We, we can either do that now or save it for later. Let's do it now. What do you want okay. to talk about? Well, okay. So, obviously, the two-way injury is what comes to mind here. And, and you know, he's, he's done for the season probably, you know, for good at Alabama. So he's probably going pro. Career-threatening, uh, they're saying. It could be. It could be. I mean, it, now, you know, the, the comparison to Bo Jackson, I find, it, you know, first off, not every hip injury is Bo Jackson. And secondly, having, you know, done a little reading up on Bo Jackson in the last 24 hours, you know, Bo Jackson didn't have surgery right away. Um, and, you know, he, he tried to fight through it, and that's what made it worse. And and so this is not the same situation. Um you know, Bo Jackson's career was ended by the fact that he developed, and I'm not even going to play doctor and say I don't know what it what it is actually what it is, but some sort of necrosis or something like that um, by, by not having surgery on it. So I don't know that that's you know who knows. Well, and medicine's the, advanced quite a bit. It has, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you got you know twenty almost thirty years since that occurred. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you never know. Injuries are all different. Um, I expect him to, you know, come back and play in the NFL. I'd be surprised if he didn't. But, but uh, you know, obviously the hot topic is, you know, should he have even been in the game? And, uh, I mean, 
what are your thoughts? I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give you the floor before I share mine. The, to me, they were up big. They were rolling. It was still the first half. You know, it's not a preseason game. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, like it's the first half, you know, it's the first half of a conference game. Um, you know, you don't, you don't call off the dogs at that point of the game. Uh, you just don't. And so if he, if you were too scared to have him in there, then he shouldn't have played at all. Uh, you know, I mean, if that's a situation where you're thinking, Oh boy, why was he on the field? Then he shouldn't have been on the field at all. Well, and that's a question too. If this was somehow connected to the other injury, then I'd be more questioning right. the, the right. overall choice. But this was really kind of a freak accident. Yeah. And look, it is devastating. It is a devastating injury for the team, for him yeah. personally. Uh, yeah. I, I think that he he should talk to you know Jalen Smith about what yeah. it's like to not you know be at your peak during the draft. Sure, sure. I think yeah. someone will do what the Cowboys did with Smith and take a chance on him, and, and you sign yeah. a shorter contract, and you can get a bigger and, and deal. I, I mean, I still think he goes in the first round. There's a, you know, I mean, like, project out. Let's say he falls to the bottom part of the first round. Doesn't he feel like a New England Patriot or something like that? They yeah. can draft him and, you know, and, and not, you know, or somebody who has it. I mean, and I'm not sure he falls that far. We've done this dance before. Oh, this guy's in trouble. You know, Sam Bradford. He hurt his throwing shoulder and he went number one overall. Um, and he made the so most money it, of any player ever. He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, I'm I'm not sure. And I mean, we got a long way to go, a long, long, long way to go before draft time and many ups and downs and roller coasters that we'll go through of perception and reality and all that stuff. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, I guess if you want to, if you want to connect the dots, you say, you know, well, boy, uh, you know, was he not as fleet a foot and therefore he couldn't get away from the pressure and therefore maybe he shouldn't have been playing at all. Ah, gosh, I mean, you know. You're making a lot of uh, steps to get there. Agreed, agreed. You know, like he, he played really well um, up until that point, you know, so it wasn't like he was limited. Uh, you know, he was moving him up and down the field. I mean, watching uh, and I'm glad I watched, you know, a good portion of that first half because, as it turns out, it's going to be probably the last time he plays for Alabama. And I mean, it, you know, the, he was a thing of beauty when he and those receivers got rolling, and that offense just was like, I mean, and it was last year and this year, and 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 I, you know, I told you this a few weeks ago. We talked, and it, like, God, the efficiency with which they could just move down the field like a freight train. Um, I mean, well, it we really talked was about fun the, to watch. We talked about the LSU game. Uh, I don't know if we did it during the recording or not, but, you know, they're down, and it's like, well, we're down two scores. There's a minute right. 45 left. We're going to need a right. score. Okay, got it. Done. Yep, yep, you know? exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I don't want to say it's all him. He's got great receivers, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just the last two years has really been – they've been fun to watch, um, you know, and, and I, you know, I've obviously read some stuff the last uh, – you know, 24 hours or so, and many people have pointed that out. Like, you know, he and and this offensive change made Alabama fun to watch. And they certainly, you know, he, he accomplished something that I didn't think would happen, which is he made me root for Alabama. Um, How quickly you know, I, did you stop rooting for Alabama? Uh, I mean... I, have you stopped? Are you out now. this season? Are we already done? Probably, yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm not going to have the, the, you know, intense motivation to root for them. like when they play Auburn in two weeks 
that will not be a game that I'm stopping to watch and, and you know, screaming at the TV. And, and I was last year. Um, you know, that won't be the case now that, especially now that he's out and not coming back this year. Um, it'd be different if I thought, you know, oh, well, maybe he'll come back for the postseason or something. But um, he's the reason that I rooted for Alabama. I can't stand Saban, as you know. Um, and, and yet, you know, I'll say that, you know, I don't like Saban. But, man, I think criticizing him for this is just wrong. Like, it's just, it's football. Guys get injured. Uh, you know, if he was in in the fourth quarter and they were up 42 to nothing, then I might say, geez, what are you doing there? You know, but it's the first half of a conference game on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, games aren't over at that point. You know, they're, they're just not. You you uh, you don't call off the dogs with more than half the game to go. Uh, so, I... I I don't think he did anything wrong here. It's unfortunate I, the kid got hurt, but that's all. Yeah, I if I have one criticism of Saban, the answer of he needed to practice the two minute drill, I didn't yeah. care for. I I would have just said it's a conference game. He's a football player, right? We're, right, exactly. You know, hey, you there's know, two we, minutes we to go before halftime. It's still the second quarter, guys. Sure, We're, sure. You know. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the 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 look is just so bad because it it looked like he was done. You know, they're showing him on the sideline, you know, shaking hands and the, and the backup's warming up. And, you you know, and it's like, oh, he's done for the day. And then he comes back in and three plays later, his season's over. And it's just, it's a it's a brutal break. Um, but, but I don't just, think they're you know, connected. I, you know, it's not like he got cold sitting no, there. No, oh, no, no, not at all. Not, I agree with you. I mean, I just, it's just the, the perception of it. I mean, I believe. If that hadn't happened in the interim, you know, when Mississippi State's offense was on the field, if it looked, you know, I don't think you'd see as much criticism. I think it was, you know, it was led by ESPN broadcasting the game because they had pronounced him out. Then he comes back in, then he gets hurt, and it's like, whoa, what were you doing? You should have listened to us when we said he was out. Yeah. So it's it's too bad. Um, I mean, you know, obviously I'm, I'm... you know, sad to see him done for the year, but, uh, you know, hopefully he'll, you know, make the full recovery that the Alabama doctor says and, and you know, come back and play in the NFL. Um, but it's just one of those things, I think. I mean, it sucks, but it's football. Yeah. Speaking of football sucking, uh, yesterday when ASU traveled to Reeser Stadium again mm-hmm. in November again and, and lost again, I became, how would you describe it, Matt? Inconsolable? Aggressively mad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much more than I was. I could tell we were coming from different uh, viewpoints. I mean, I wasn't happy by any means. Um, You know, it wasn't like I didn't care. But, uh, yeah, you were were calling for for firings, and you were uh, expressing your general disgust toward life, I think, basically, by the fourth quarter. And the game wasn't over. That's the other thing. Like, you know, I mean, obviously, and we're going to talk about it, we had a chance to still win the game. You were you were not seeing the, the sunshine and, and good times, obviously. No, there was no rose-colored glasses for me <laughs> Apparently not. I, no, no, no. I, the glass I, was not half empty. The glass was like 80% <laughs> empty. Now, you were the one who said was the high point of the Herm Edwards era, the HBO show. So, <laughs> you know. I did. I did. That but, was more sarcasm. But, I mean, you know, three years from now, we may look back and say, I was right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, you know, to answer 
your point, the number of special teams mistakes and miscues was infuriating. And, And look, I understand, I recognize that Brandon Ayuk took a punt back to the house and that it was a spectacular effort by him. <laughs> sure, sure. But the fact that the 30-yard line starting position got taken away because Curtis Hodges tried mm-hmm. to leap over the protectors for the punter, which right. is – it just is a penalty. It's one of those things it where is. like I didn't know that was a rule. I'll admit it. I didn't know you yeah. couldn't do that. I didn't either. But I'm not the special teams coach who's supposed to drill this into people's heads that you can't do right. that. Right, right, right. I agree, you know, and then, and then, uh, gosh, we had the the fair, well, somewhat fair catch interference, although it wasn't really fair catch interference. No, it was just so, a straight-up tackle by Ty Wiley yeah, on nobody. Yeah. Um, um, and then it, didn't we have an offside yeah. on, a, uh, on a punt or something like yeah, that where we gave him a first down? Yeah, yeah I mean, it it was not our finest night, special teams wise. Obviously, you're right. We did have, uh, you know, the, the big impact play to tie the game in the second quarter. Um, you know, but yeah, the mistakes were too much, and, and you can't have those. But I guess I I'm just more like, and I wasn't happy with those. But I guess my my disappointment, my frustration was aimed more at a defense that, again, you know couldn't figure out how to stop a team until they gave up 28 points. And, you know, you just can't do that. Like, I mean, you, you know, yeah, they've been better in the second half the last two weeks. Yeah, they but it made would be gr- tough to be much worse than they were in the first half of the last two weeks. Yeah, they make great halftime adjustments. The problem is they're already down. It's, right, <laughs> right. You know, it's too late. I mean, you can't, you know, again, both, both times it was giving up 28 points before it felt like we had any – real ability to stop them consistently um, we only gave up you know one scoring drive each second half the last two weeks a field goal last week a touchdown this week uh, but it, you know it's just like again that the whole game counts and you put yourself in a bad spot this game we weren't down big um, you know we were down I think seven on what four different occasions we tied it at seven tied it at 14 tied it at 21 and then we're down 28 21 at the half um, and then felt, so, were we down, were we down 14? Am I remembering yeah, that right? We were down, down 14. 21 and then we, we scored, got, a, you know, we got one uh, score and then we were, looked like we were marching in earlier we in the were. fourth quarter and, and we, Eno Benjamin who, you know, can't, you know, can't help but put the ball on the ground this year, which is yeah, a shame. I mean, yeah. we're at the half yard line. I know that, that was a killer one. And, and honestly, you, you know, you just had the feeling, or at least I had the feeling at that point that, you know, that was our best chance. And then we got the ball back and we go down and we score. Um, so, I mean, a, a good response, you know, to, to bounce back and get a stop and get the ball back and go down and score and all of that. You know, a lot of, uh, you know, the, the Monday morning quarterback or whatever has been about the two-point conversion. And we both, we think, we both were fine that. with it. Uh, you I, know. Was, I was okay with the decision to go for two. I was. It was a bad I mean, play I, I, call. I, but, yeah. But, yeah, my, that my, one left me scratching my head yeah. because we're not that style of team this year. Last year, okay, yeah, give me the power run, give me you know, give me the Eno you know, Benjamin to get two and a half yards. Uh huh, I'll take it. But that hasn't been this team all year. Well, and, and, and where so, was the play that you know the game-winning play against Michigan State? You know, right. put Daniels in a position 
to make a play. And and you exactly. know, to his credit, and we you we were texting about this, Daniels did a lot to keep us in that game. He did, he did. I, I you know, that's the bright spot that comes out of this game for me is is, you know, he played well on the road. I mean, that fourth down touchdown, you know, that that should have been dart. a game time touchdown. Or you know, I mean, just a perfect throw and standing in with a guy coming unblocked right in your face. Uh, you know, and waiting to the right moment to throw that ball. Didn't panic, didn't try to run away and, you know, run around. And it looked like Fran Tarkenton just stood in there and made the throw. Um, so, I mean, I, I was uh, very pleased with him. Not much else. You know, I mean, it just, it's, uh, it's another one of those games, much like, the, you know, last week, that it's like, it's, it's hard to beat. I guess too venomous or angry when you you know when you lose by one point. It's not like we played terribly, but, but it's, it's like, Oregon you know, State. They were right. four and five. They're, you I know. know. I mean, I, you know, but yeah, they were four and five. Now they're five and five, and so are we. So you know, mm-hmm. maybe we shouldn't have that approach. Of I mean, I, I agree with you. I felt the same way. But you know, gosh, we shouldn't be looking down on Oregon State. They got the same record we do, and a better conference record. All right, if I'm going to start. Get, getting into what was wrong. Like, let's talk about the defense. The okay. first of all, I I texted this to you that the secondary is getting beat like Ryan Gosling <laughs> in were, Remember the yeah, Titans. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chase Lucas, poor, poor effort. Oh gosh, and he is just just badly overrated. And uh, and Jack Jones, you know, I know he's been out for a while. But, you know, it's tough to, you know, he's trying to make a play at the end of the game, but it's fourth down, the ball's thrown behind the receiver, and you tackle the receiver to give them the game. I mean, he made it an easy call. That was the first thing I texted you was, you know, that's a, a tough call in that moment. But now when you do that, it's an easy call. I mean, you know, now unless you're the... The side judge, back judge in the NFC Championship game, you don't make that call, I guess, last year. But pretty much every other circumstance, you got to make that call. And so, yeah, I mean, it was one of those that, you know, like I get I get upset on a regular basis watching football games and the extra <laughs> first downs. Get, <laughs> That's a great line. I, I get just, upset on a regular basis watching period. football. On a regular basis, I get upset. But, you know. The extra first downs given by illegal contacts and holdings and pass interferences, it, I, you know, it's like 10 times a day on Sundays and probably 15 on Saturdays. And like, gosh, you know, uh, and, and you watch it and you think, oh, my God, that's weak. This one was like, I mean, I couldn't even get upset. It was like, yeah, you, you have to make that call. He uh, ran he, him over. He, he, he pulled him over before the ball got there. Yeah. Uh, embarrassing. Uh, embarrassing effort. I, mean, I don't know that we would have done anything getting – we would have had, you know, 45, 40 seconds with no timeouts. So the odds weren't great, but they, they were better than not getting the ball back at all, obviously. Yeah. And I just I, – I don't know what to say. We, you know, we talked about it via text a lot, but it's a secondary – it's a defensive scheme that's designed to have five defensive backs in the game at a minimum at all times. Yeah. And – this is the second week in a row where we gave up four touchdown passes and yeah. made a quarterback look fantastic, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been the theme of this year. And, you know, we've played ten games now, and so, it's, you know, it's easy to identify themes. When we have played 
teams with good passing games. Last night, USC, Colorado, Washington State, they have they have sliced us up. All four, and, and, you know, and and other the teams that we have played without good passing games, except for UCLA, we've done pretty good defensively. I mean, we lost to Utah, but we were we were there in the game. Um, you know, we we obviously played well defensively against Michigan State. Cal won those games, but it, it you know we are just not good against the pass, and we can't seem to get any better. I mean, it, it's it's getting worse actually. I would say from where we were in week four against Colorado to now week, you know, whatever, 12, um, I think it's worse than it was. Yeah, well, and the defense just across the board seems worse. You know, the linebackers, Curse Thomas has been a revelation, but Butler, Butler's struggled. Robertson, this is a – Robertson and Lucas yeah. should really reassess their offseason regimens. Because uh, yeah, yeah, both of I them. Mean, Merlin Robertson is kind of uh, like what's happened. I mean, we, we you said it after week four, the Colorado game. I remember you pointed it out. And it was one of those that I thought, yeah, you're right. You know, I really hadn't thought of it much because we were three and zero before that, um, and playing good defense overall. But he just was was not making any impact, and that's pretty much been the case all year. And and last year, you know, you couldn't. You couldn't watch that team for, for, you know, two drives without seeing him do something good. And now it's like, where is he? He's not necessarily bad. He's just not doing anything of note. So we've got two games left. Because did he not play the bowl last year? Am I remembering that correctly? Um, I don't think he did. So last year he had 77 total tackles, five sacks. This year he has 57 and half a sack. Yeah, I mean, the, the impact plays just have not been there. The pass rush, maybe five sacks, but, and this is hard, it's hard to, you know, put a quantitative number on, but, you know, the number of times that he got pressure, the number of times, you know, that he made a quarterback throw the ball away or, or forced a bad throw or something like that, it's just not there this year. This, to me, this team has struggled all year, and, and I mean, I guess these things go hand in hand with what I said two minutes ago about being bad against good passing teams. No good pass rush at all. No. None. Lowe I mean, was just, the only one disrupting yes, at all. Uh, you know, and and so when you have good quarterbacks and you don't pressure them, they're gonna tear you up, and that's exactly what's happened this year. Well, you know, all off season, DJ Davidson, DJ Davidson, DJ Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. Where is DJ Davidson? You know, Lowe's yeah, fine. I haven't seen much from him. Yeah. You know, Shannon Foreman had the recovery. Tyler Johnson's done nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, been, it's been just a, a a weird year. I mean, you know, because against the run, we, we've been pretty good, although not last night. Um, you know, they ran the ball pretty successfully against us, too. But, you know, yeah, I mean... It, and, it, and it's like, okay, the, the defensive line in this scheme, it kind of feels like it's not really designed for them to be the pass rushers so much, you know, or put up the numbers at least. The linebackers are supposed to do that. It's not been a good year for the linebackers. I mean, you just pointed it out. And and probably the, the two best players we had last year defensively were Robertson and Butler. And I feel like both of them have regressed in year two. Yeah. We're we're gonna be in a world of trouble, you know. No Kobe Williams next year. 
which turns the entire secondary on its head. Evan Fields and Crosswell had had bad games this week, and I know both have had some, you know, illness and things, but... Right. Well, Crosswell got himself into, you know, trouble apparently, you know, was was set out the first quarter this week for unknown reasons. Um, You know, Gonzalez acknowledged it before the game, and, and he didn't come in until the second quarter, so... You know, and he had the bonehead play to, you know, was it two weeks ago or three weeks ago? He was UCLA where he kicked the ball on, you know, third down and gave them a first down. Um, so, I mean, just like one of the things we put our hope in back in August when we talked about this team a lot was the number of guys who played as true freshmen and played well. And, oh, well, you'd expect them to take a step forward. I'd argue that probably none of them have except Lole. Lole played as a true freshman last year, and he's been pretty good this year. The rest have not. The rest have kind of gone backwards. And that's why the defense is going backwards, probably. Yeah. Meanwhile, I, you know, FS1 put up the stats about the number of, uh, of freshmen, true freshmen and redshirt freshmen who are playing this year, and we yeah. need the nation. And that's fine. But where are the guys who played last year? Right, you right, know? yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that stuff, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I realize – that freshmen are not, you know, playing a bunch of freshmen is not the same as having a senior-laden team. I get it. I, I, I fully am aware of that. But it's also an excuse. You know, it's like look, your, your job is to win games. Um, and if you're playing freshmen, then you believe those freshmen are good enough to do that for you. And also it's 10 games into the year. So, you know, stop making excuses. Um, and, and I feel like, you know, it, it, early in the year, that was like our badge of honor. Look how many freshmen, were, and now it's now it's turned into an excuse. Oh well, look how many freshmen we're playing. Tough luck. Uh, you know, Alabama's playing freshmen. LSU's playing freshmen. Uh, that's football now. You know, nobody has a team of all juniors and seniors. Um, and and so figure it out. Yeah. Now, the the you know reaction, and I shouldn't read it. I mean, it's stupid. I realize, but you know, people on Twitter. Oh, we need a new coach. Like, Come on, Jesus. Like, it's year two. You want to do this all the time? I mean, God, it's exhausting. Like, you got you got to just ride it out. I'm not sure if Herm Edwards is going to be a great hire or successful over the long haul here. I don't know. But good Lord. I mean, pushing the, you know, we need to fire Herm. He's a quit. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unnecessary. I mean, it, it, first of all, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's like yelling at the clouds. Uh, they ain't going away. Herm's not getting fired. Uh, you know, it's year two, and his lifelong buddy hired him. He ain't getting fired. This is not Willie Taggart or Chad Morris. Uh, nor should he. I mean, you know, okay, worst case, we finished five and seven this year, and in two years, he's, what, 12 and 13. That ain't great, but it's, it's not fireable. You know, you you hang in, you see what year three and four breaks. Yeah, you know, college football is a four-year commitment to a head coach. I, I firmly be. believe it and, should and be. I think, now, more and more, it's not, but I, I still believe it should be. Yeah, college basketball, I'm Maybe I'm not. leaning towards you can shorten the cycle because you get one right, you know, right. big time guy, and as long as you right. didn't a decade and a half ago, pay to move his family <laughs> to a new school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Then it might help. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I mean, basketball and football, they're not the same football. First of all, you, you know, 
you got more guys. Uh, I mean, you know, three guys are not going to make the impact in football than basketball. You know, you get three big time players in basketball and you may have an eight man rotation, but you know, that goes a long way. Three guys in football, you, you know, you're playing 50. So three good players means you got 47 others that better be pretty good. Yeah. So you got to give it, you got to give it some time and, and see what happens. I mean, uh, you know, am I, am I happy that we're staring down the barrel of, of almost certainly five and six, you know, and needing a win over Arizona to go to a bowl? Certainly not. But am I losing my mind about it? No. No, I, I'm not losing my mind. What, what I'm starting to... I mean, I don't think you were. I'm not saying you were. No, I know you. I, I, was I know you mad. don't like Sean Slocum. You've got a you've got a years long hatred of Sean Slocum going back to before he ever wore the ASU colors. So I get it. Yeah, it, it, my whole view on this is more from the perspective of I've been sold a, a structure and a strategy, and been told these are the guys sure. who, we, who we wanted to execute it. Oh, I agree. And now that we're here, I I don't hate the strategy and I don't hate the structure, but I'm not sure we have the proper guys to execute it. And, you know, we joked about Danny Gonzalez is getting really good about saying, put this on me. I wasn't yeah. prepared. And uh, it's another game where we came out and we weren't prepared. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We, I mean, and, and I, you know, I was serious about what I texted you because, you know, I... I mean, I really don't like there are things that are bigger than football. And I I don't mean to sound cliche, but, you know, the guy's mom goes in for a routine surgery and and dies, you know, 10 days later or something like that. That's brutal. But maybe he needed to take some time off. In all honesty, you know, like maybe he did uh, because I don't feel like he's doing the job as well as he did earlier in the year. And that's it's perfectly explainable. Probably everybody would, would, you know, in that situation, probably not be as focused on their job. So maybe they should have said, you know what, take some time, be with your family, come back next year. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Or come back in a week if you feel like you're ready. But, I mean, it just, uh, his attention can't be the same, and I think it's showing in the way that this team has come out unprepared the last two weeks, it appears. Then they figure it out, but by the time they figure it out, it's a little too late. Yeah. So, I mean, I really don't want to knock the guy. I really don't because I feel for it. You know, on a personal level, you can't help but feel for the guy. But it's like, you know, at the same time, we all have jobs to do. And if you can't do that job because of your personal issues, take some time away and and let somebody else have a chance at it. And and, and I'm not saying he should be fired. You know, just, you know, take a month off. Take the rest of the year off. Take two days off. I don't know. Whatever it is. You know, if you if, if it's not going well, then find a different way, and, and it's not going well. I think that's a, indisputable right now. Yeah. So, so I don't know, and, and we're we're not going into a week that feels like one that you get right. Uh, we're playing, you know, a team that I would be willing to bet will be number five in the country when the rankings come out Tuesday night because I think they'll they'll punish Alabama for losing to a um, and a team that is rolling, team with a very good defense. And, and a, you know, NFL draft, first round prospected quarterback, three or four good running backs, a receiver who's just totally woken them up as a passing game at Penn State transfer Johnson. I mean, they, they look good. And we don't. This is, this is not a good time to be playing Oregon. Yeah. You know, I'm 
I'm with you that I think that it is overwhelmingly likely that we're going to need the rivalry game. Man, it feels that way. You never know. Football's, you know, there's there's results this year that you can point to. South Carolina beat Georgia, um, you know, is, is the one that probably stands out the most. Uh, you know, but there's been a few others. It's like, wow, how did that happen? You know, and, and maybe that'll be us. Who knows? But it's it's hard to see that happening right now. I mean, it would it would take something happening that simply hasn't happened all year because that's the thing. Like, let's this is what I was thinking today. You know, oh, we've gone from five and one to five and five. Well, in that five and one start, how many of those games were we clearly the better team of those five wins? The first one. The first one. That's probably it. And, and I mean, okay, we're probably better than Sacramento State. We didn't but play, we didn't very play well. it, but we didn't play you know, that way. You know, but after that, I mean, the Michigan State game was a toss. We were outplayed. We were outplayed by Michigan State. If Michigan State hadn't dropped passes and missed field goals, they would have won. Uh, the Cal game, if Chase Garbers doesn't get hurt, I'm not sure we win that game because their offense went to sleep after he after he went out. And then the Washington State game, you know, we played well offensively, but defensively we did not. Uh, we won a shootout. You know, so, I mean, we won those games, not apologizing for it, but you do look at that and, like, we were a misleading 5-1. and one. Now we're probably about right at 5-5. Five five. We're, we're an average team. Uh, as you go through, you know, Oregon had that run where they weren't allowing points. Right, And right. then, you know, they had a scare with Washington. Uh, they uh, Another close yeah. game with Washington State. Washington State, But then, yeah. since then, they beat... USC by 32 and Arizona by yeah. 28. So Yeah, shut down USC in the second half and shut down Arizona all game. You know, didn't give up a touchdown last night. Um, uh, yeah, so they've, they've, what, they've played probably five or six games this year where they haven't allowed a touchdown. So, I mean, it's a very good defense and, and a, a pretty darn good offense. I mean, it's, but it's not, it's not old school Oregon where you felt like, well, we might be able to score 28, but they're going to score 50. Like, you know, no, they, they can win a game like last night. Where it's like, you know, eh, yeah, offense maybe isn't humming, but yeah, we'll win 34-6. It's fine. Yeah, well, Herbert's averaging 260-plus yards through the air yeah. per game. Uh, based on what I've seen, I, I would assume he gets that this week, too. I mean, you'd think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure that they're going to be watching the film and thinking there's plenty of things to exploit and then get the running game going and – yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, we'll talk later in the week and, and make our formal predictions, but I think it's fair to say neither one of us are going to be picking ASU to win this one. Yeah, well, and as far as things to exploit, I, I think what we learned from this game is if you don't throw it at Kobe Williams, you're really fine. Like, Lucas isn't great, and if you if you go three wide – Jack Jones is oh man, a Jack Jones is just yeah yeah. I mean Washington State showed that. Uh, you know I, I remember listening to that game on the radio, and every, it felt like every completion they had was against him. That's sort of hyperbole, but that's how it felt. Um, and yeah, he's just really struggled. And I'm not sure. And that happened in the USC game too. Yes, know? it did. They just yes, it did. They targeted yeah. him and yeah, yeah, and and it happened last night. You know, I mean teams are obviously realizing he is a a weakness of this past defense and you know we'll, we'll hope that maybe you know next year he's better eh, I, do, you, do you hear the conviction in my voice thinking that I, do I sound there, convinced he was a five-star <laughs> guy and he was at usc 
Right, and, right, yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah boy, don't I, I sound real sure of myself, don't I? And next year should be better, right? Okay. Well, Hopefully. And, and a thing that you've pointed out, sometimes you're so bad that it has to be better. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, hopefully with like, the, with I mean really, you I guess the hope has to be that yes, he didn't play all year last year. He got here in August, uh, you know, as far as actually being cleared to be a member of the team that, you know, the year of knocking the rest off, the off season going through spring ball, fall practice, etc., that he'll be more comfortable with the scheme and therefore be better. That that's got to be your hope. Yeah. Because he just looks like he's lost out there right now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, you know, we'll, we will project and discuss next year quite a bit. Oh, sure. But sure. I, I think the hope is the linebackers return to form. Lole and Davidson <laughs> yeah. can control the line. And that he finds whatever it was that made him a five-star recruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, you know, some of these – True freshman DBs this yeah. year. If the Markham can twins can progress, yeah, yeah. Markham's the Willie Hart's. Uh, you know, we've had some guys play this year. To Marcus Davis, it, right? You know, they've thrown a lot of bodies at that position, and and that's good. They, they need to. Uh, it was a weakness when this coaching staff came in. Uh, the secondary was in shambles, and you know they they've gotten better, but it's it's been rough the last few weeks. And again, I mean, you know, you go back; it's all part of the same thing. Secondary looks better if you have a pass rush, uh-huh. and, and we got none. And so that's the other thing you need to really establish somehow this offseason is either in recruiting or grad transfer JUCO or in scheme, uh, you know, improve your pass rushing because it's been non-existent this year. Yeah, you, you have to think that with Herm, Marvin Lewis – and then all of the actual coaches that someone is going to say at some point, Hey, maybe we need to be creative and blitz some guys like not, right. not, right. not sell out and blitz eight guys against five no, wide, but no, I agree, but you got to get something. And, and yeah, I mean, it, you just, you hang those secondary guys out to dry. And then let's, let's be honest football nowadays. It's tough to play defensive back. Because you, you can't, can't grab, grab, you can't hold, you know, like, it, and and so the the equalizer is getting a, a rush, and we're not getting it at all, and we're hanging the secondary guys out to dry, who really aren't that good. I mean, again, Chase Lucas, like, I think it's time we just acknowledge. I think you and I are. It's time everybody just acknowledges that he's not as good as he was billed to be after his freshman year. He's not. Like, he's okay. I mean, he's not horrible. But He's a fine this, it, collegiate number two corner. Right, right. But this discussion of him, you know, being a first round draft pick is laughable. Uh, he, right he now, should I don't, come back. I oh gosh, absolutely he should. Uh, because I don't. I, me, you never know. Draft could be weird, but right now, I would be surprised if he got picked at all. He, he hasn't shown that he deserves to be. Uh, so, yeah, he definitely should not be coming out at. You know, I know I was I was watching the Alabama game yesterday, and they were talking about how you know when you put your name in for a draft advisory, they tell you, you know, first round grade, second round grade, or go back to school. I got to imagine if he puts his name in, he's getting the go back to school recommendation. Yeah. Uh, there's just really no two ways about that. I think. Yeah. 
yeah. So that, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you know, this season isn't over yet, and obviously, the hope is that we could still find ourselves in a lower level bowl game, um, whether it's the you know Vegas Bowl again or the Red Box Bowl or something like that. We, yeah, it'd be better than nothing. Um, hopefully, finish with a win over Arizona. But it's it's not the year it was supposed to be, and it and, and it does ratchet up the heat going into next year. I don't believe Herm's coaching for his job next year, but you know Ray Anderson. You and I have discussed this many times, and those quotes are being brought back up right now. Ray Anderson said seven and five isn't good enough. Well, last year we were seven and five, and this year the best we can finish is seven and five. And so, okay, you know, time to time to do it. Time to show that seven and five is is not your ceiling. Yeah. Well, we'll be back to talk ASU Oregon to talk about South Point Lancers. Yes, yes, we shouldn't forget that a big win over the Pinnacle uh, Pioneers. group here. Pioneers, yes, I, I was going to say that, and I wasn't sure. Forty-eight uh, ten, big win. Dominated the second half. And the dock is done the, at Ed Doherty Stadium. He is. He is. Yes. Yes. That was kind of a. You know, I didn't even really think of it till that game was going on. I thought, well, I guess regardless of result, it's his last home game as the head coach, and now he gets to you know come up here for the semis against the mighty Chandler Wolves, who won I think like four or five state titles in the last six or seven years uh, at the six A level. Very good program. A lot of college players, some of which we've just discussed. Uh, you know, Nikhil Harry was from there. Chase Lucas. Um, you know, we've had some and some at other schools as well. So it's a big-time program, and we'll see. It'll be a heck of a test. But, hey, only four teams have a chance left to win the Open Division title, and the Lancers are one of them. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's an exciting time, and we'll be here to break that down, plus whatever's going on in Uncasville, Connecticut. That's right, that's right. (laughs) Until next time, he's Matt, I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.